0: Hey everyone! This is your hairpiece session with Emily. I'm your host, Emily Mazur, aka Portland Hairstylist. Okay. So guys, I'm really excited to start this podcast. I've been talking about it a lot, bouncing ideas with my coworkers and friends, but specifically my clients. Richard, Anton, Monica, Kate, and the rest of my clients, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to me while you're sitting in my chair and being supportive for this project. If it wasn't for my clients, I wouldn't have a career. Before I dive into why I'm doing this podcast, I'd like to share with you my own story. I grew up in Scappoose, Oregon, just 30 minutes away from Portland. I lived on a farm where we raised cattle. And I'm very, very sorry for all the vegans and vegetarians out there, but my dad, mom, uncle, grandpa, and grandma were all meat cutters, and our company was called Missouri Meat Company. It's not around anymore, but my dad is still cutting meat at a store in St. Helens. Being a hairstylist was not on my radar. I mean, I would do my own hair. There's a picture of me, which I'm going to post on my website, of me hugging one of my really close friends. And you can plainly see over four inches of grow out. I call it the Kurt Cobain color. Which I secretly, but now not secretly, I still really love. No, I was a farm girl and my family were meat cutters and owners. I didn't necessarily want to be a meat cutter, but I would watch and listen to my dad and how he would talk about work. I remember in high school, I'd wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning and he would start making coffee for him to get ready for the day. I would listen and I could really tell he took pride in his work and he really enjoyed teaching others in the craft. The other thing that I also loved was not only the fact that he is amazing in his craft, but also the amount of time he would take and still takes with his customers. He knows everyone's first and last name, how many kids they have, or even grandkids, and I'm pretty sure he knows what type of meat they like. Because of his dedication with his craft, the way he speaks with his customers, just like they're friends. Sometimes he is friends with them. And how he trains others in the field is why I take so much pride in my own career doing hair. When I graduated high school, which I barely did, I honestly didn't know what I wanted to do. My parents were going through a pretty rough divorce. My mom moved away, which after years and years of being angry, I finally understand. My brother was barely around because it was easier for him to be with his friends and my dad was solely focused on work. I felt like I was a mess and I just didn't know what I wanted. So like a lot of teenagers who maybe don't know the direction they're supposed to go, I decided to go to a community college, PCC the Rock Creek Campus. And much like high school, I would pass one quarter then flunk the next i try again the next term and would just fail right after. So after about a year and a half of floundering around, I quit and I was about 19 years old. Now, I'm guessing this is the point in the story where you listeners are thinking, so this is it. This is when she gets into hair. No, it's not. And you're just gonna have to listen a little bit more. I didn't find my career for another four years. And during that time... I've been a waitress at the good old spaghetti factory. I've worked retail at a store called Mervyn's. And the very last job that I've ever had before I started my hair career was driving for FedEx. Now this is when it gets interesting. At that time, I was also married and he was a FedEx driver as well. We both loved it. My old route is where the Bridgeport Mall is now in Tigard, Oregon. That's how long ago it was. I love zipping around in my truck, saying hi to all my customers. And I have to tell you guys, I felt like a total badass chick because my truck was one of the biggest ones in the station. Well, we worked there for a year or so when my then-husband got the opportunity to become an apprentice at a plumbing company in his hometown. And his hometown, like many others along the Oregon coast, was, and still, very small which meant there were absolutely no routes available for me to take. I didn't want to get back into waitressing or work in retail or work at a hotel. I knew I either had to finish my associates at the local community college or find a trade, which I even considered being an electrician. But nothing seemed to work out. And that's when drum roll. That is when my husband mentioned that I should go to beauty school. You see, his sister was a beautician and a successful one, having her own salon along the coast. My first thoughts, and I even think first words, were absolutely not. I'm pretty sure there was a swear word in there. Beauty school is for people that can't cut it in a four-year college, and it's not even a real job. It's something that you have fun with your girlfriends. So after a lot of bitching, pissing and moaning, and making everybody's life miserable, I finally enrolled at Paul Mitchell The School in Astoria, Oregon, and that was the beginning of my hair journey. Since then, I've been in the industry for over 13 years. I first started out as an apprentice at one of the top salons in Portland. When the economy crashed in 2008, I decided to move and ended up working at a very popular franchise called Bishops. From there, I've taught for a couple of years at a local beauty school, Northwest College of Hair Design, and now I've been leasing for the last six years. Leasing is scary. Having to rely solely on yourself for having enough color supplies, product, even getting your own clients. It's hard. It's definitely hard. When I first started out to get my name out there, I focused on more avant garde coloring and cutting, and I would set up several photo shoots with various photographers, makeup artists, and clothing designers around Portland. I'm not a big wig or anyone really popular. I don't even have a lot of followers on Instagram, but I did get my name out there and I did get people to fill my chair. Now I lease at 77th Salon. It's a really cool space located in a half basement in the Pearl District off of 11th and Gleason. I love the owner. I love April. And I really enjoy my coworkers. I've been with this lawn for almost five years, which is really funny because last year for my anniversary, on Instagram, I had posted a cupcake with the number five and then the candle. And then I later looked back on Instagram and I'm like, oh, okay, I've only been there for four. Uh, I'm not sure if it's still up on my Instagram. I have to check that. It's been my absolute favorite hair home, but now I'm ready for something more. And this is what this podcast is about. My journey to become a salon owner. With this podcast, I'll be interviewing salon owners and stylists within the Portland community. My goal is to find out how they started a salon and why, how have their ideas for their salon changed over the years, what worked and what didn't work, and how they've been handling COVID-19. I'll also be keeping you in the loop as to where I'm at in the process of opening up my own shop. I wanna be as thorough and knowledgeable as possible before I make my next big move. Well that's it for now. Before I start my interviews for my next episode I'll be diving into more of my hair journey. How I ended up back in the Portland area. What it's like to be an apprentice. My experience during 2008 and how it affected my career and what it's like to lease. So be safe, be healthy and above all be hopeful. This is your hairpiece session with Emily. I'm your host Emily Mazur aka Portland hairstylist podcast written and produced by Emily Mazur, editing by 127 Media House.